Social Media Serenity Podcast, episode number 86. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to talk about social networking, give you tools and tips to help you through your day to live a more serene and and have a little bit more balanced approach to building relationships online. Wow, that almost sounded right. I always get mixed up when people say social networking and social media. And do they really mean the same thing? I don't know. Do they? I, I would say so. I think I think they do. I think if there's any distinction between them, social media is what people think of when they're thinking, hey, let's put as much cool stuff out there and, and get clickbacks. Social networking is about relationships. Hmm, I never thought about it in that way. I mean, yeah. I, I never thought about that distinction. Well, me either. I just made that up. Oh, okay. No, I'm, I'm looking at the words purely from what they should be meaning. They right. both have the word social in front of them. But if you look at the word media, that's, you know, pushing content. Networking is networking. Right. So. Yeah, I, I guess the, for me, I always focus on just the word social. And, when right. I, and I always replace the word social with relationship. And so relationship media, relationship networking, whatever, it's all synonymous. It's, it's yeah. all intended to do the same thing, which is to uh, basically uh, to connect people to each other. And there are, there are tools, there are tips, there, there's everything, and that's what we talk about here. Yeah. Very cool. All right. So anyway, let's talk about what's going on. Actually, no, we're not talking about what's going on in the world. We're actually listening to our audience. We're being social with them. Yeah. Well, here's something I've seen socially this morning, just as an observation. Hootsuite's down, and a lot of people are like, "Hey, Hootsuite's down." Yeah. So I don't know how that's how that makes me feel. I don't. I know. I didn't realize I use Hootsuite as much as I do. You know, that's funny because I don't use Hootsuite as often as I do at other times. Right now. Oh wait. Okay. Right now, (laughs) I don't use Hootsuite as often as I have in the past. Mm-hmm. But this morning I did want to use Hootsuite and yes, it's down. It says owls need a break too sometimes, you know, but here's the deal. Uh, I tried to do that at 830. It's 953. That's an hour. It's well in excess of an hour. Yeah, it's, it was back in like the seven o'clock range that it started. So we're least. talking. So we're talking about a couple hours and I have no problem with Hootsuite being free and being down. But man, I, I, I. There's just something that rubs me about being a pay, you know being a paid member, and I'm not one, by the way. But if I was a paid member, I'd be I'd, I'd I'd think differently than I do. But I don't pay for the service, so I guess maybe it's my fault that it's down because you're not paying for it. <laughs> well, I, I figure if they had if they had more financial resources, they could they could either you know have some things happen to to keep, beef it up a bit. I don't know. Yeah, these owls have mortgages so, too. Well, well the deal, the, here's the deal. I mean, every, and no matter where you are, no matter how much money you have, you, you can go down. I mean, we've seen, right. I mean, we've seen major, <clears throat> major websites go down before. Not, I mean, it doesn't happen as often, but there've been times where actual Amazon is down or, or eBay is down. But man, how often do you really see that? 
Well, and the nature of social media is that it's it's a literal social media tool. So when it's down, everybody using it is going to go to their you know backup and start using that to talk about how it's down. Well, that's so. the thing. Last now, last night there was about ten minutes when Facebook was down. I don't know if you noticed that at all. No, um, I and I only noticed it right when because I was at I was at inbox zero. And the last thing I needed to do was to respond to a Facebook message, you know. So, so that literally was my last, you know, to do item for the day was inbox zero, and I had one last thing. And of course, I needed to get into my Facebook email account to respond and and stuff like that. And yes, I could have done it via email, but you know, I, I do it on Facebook. It's just what I do. Yeah, <clears throat> that way it doesn't get the signature all in there and it's all ugly and stuff. So I, I went to sign in and no, can't do it. And uh, so that was frustrating. And so I went to um, Twitter and typed in Facebook is down and uh, in the search to see if other people were saying it. And I came across this one thing. It says, you know, what's funny is every single time Facebook goes down, everybody from Facebook comes to Twitter to talk about it. And then Twitter <laughs> goes down. <laughs> um. There, and actually, while we're on the subject, because we're just jumping around here, last night I noticed a lot of people I know getting tagged in pictures of Facebook spam. And, you know, I wasn't one of them, but I just want to say, hey, people, be careful who you're friends with and, and what pictures they tag you in. Because it was something about a, you know, a teenage girl commits suicide on webcam and then people click to, oh my gosh, what? And then by doing that, they then go and click allow which then allows this app to connect with them and then post stuff on their behalf. And ugh. Yeah. anyway, don't do it. People don't. Yeah. Whenever you click on those things that look a little racy or, or you know, very um, emotionally charged and stuff like that, it, number one, don't click on allow unless you chose personally that you wanted to, to add an application. But yeah, those kind of things do go around and uh, you got to be careful. Got to yeah. be careful. All right, so uh, let's turn to some feedback. We've got some written feedback. We've got uh, voicemail feedback. We're going to start off with Tanya, who asked this. She says, are you building your brand for your business or an individual? How long have you been building your brand? Other than Twitter, Facebook, blogs, and what uh, other than Twitter, Facebook, blogs, and such, you know, what other programs are you using and how has it helped build your brand? Uh, looking back at your humble beginnings of building your brand, what do you wish you could tell your younger self starting out on this path to avoid mistakes? Link to the discussion topic. Okay, so this was something that was asked in our online group on Social Media Serenity uh, over at gspncommunity.com. And I told Tanya that we would eventually answer this <laughs> question here in Social Media Serenity. And here we are in episode 86, ready to answer these questions. So first and foremost, Eric, let's let's each of us answer this question. Are you building your brand for your business or as an individual? So I'll let you go first. Well, I am I'm doing both, but separately. Okay. And and I will answer that I am doing both, but at this but but together. Right. All right. So, so explain your both but separately in in a few sentences to okay to explain what you mean by that. Well, I'm I'm building my brand of me personally, Eric Fisher or Eric J Fisher, I guess is my brand name, and uh, that's for me, myself, and I. That's that's all about me. That's what I'm doing. All three. What of I'm you. involved with. Yes. Uh, anyway, um, 
<laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I'm not going to go there. Uh, so that's that's me. That's that's all me. That's my opinions, my you know news, my my stuff that's going on. And so I pick and choose carefully about, and hopefully d- with discernment, uh, pick wisely about what content or what I say or do, and as if the world is watching and I'm accountable. Right, and I know who I'm accountable to. So, th- so there's that. There's me. Then, as far as business, uh, that's not so much me. That's that's where I do that for my day job now, um, with Indiana Wesleyan University. And that, to be honest, in some ways, is almost more important for the fact that I, well, that's my bread and butter, as well as it's not me per se that I'm representing there. It's somebody else, so I have to be even more careful to re- represent them well and understand them well enough to really truly represent them, and you know, not be all snarky on Twitter, for right. example. So I hope that makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely. And for me, I build my own personal brand. So I, I build myself as an individual, Cliff Ravenscraft. Now, of course, you know, I'm at GSPN on Twitter. I'm Facebook.com/slash Cliff Ravenscraft on Facebook. Um, and, and the reason I'm not Cliff Ravenscraft on Twitter is just simply because, you know, I can't get the T on there. And, uh, and so I'm at GSPN, but for me, I'm also building my brand and actually have multiple brands. I have podcast answer man as a brand and I have gspn.tv as a brand. And even inside of gspn.tv there, it's just, there's a lot of individual brands you know this social media serenity is a brand right um you know family from the heart is a brand and all of our individual shows are brands um and 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 so i i have a lot of stuff but everything that i am doing interplays and is interwoven into each other and 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 really there is one common denominator for everything that happens at podcast answer man and and all of the shows at gspn.tv is 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 me and and with the exception of full time mom, you know Stephanie. That's the one show Stephanie does by herself. You know it, it, that one is all Stephanie, but it's still a part of the network and brand. And I actually produced mm-hmm. the show for it. So I guess there still is a common denomination or common common denominator of me there as well. Um, now, I, you know this. You know, there's some parts of this is like, well, gosh, that seems awful narcissistic, doesn't it? But it's not. I mean, it, it it's just. It is what it is. It's how things have evolved. And when I'm promoting myself through social tools, uh, whatever the social tool that may be, or any marketing platform, I, it, 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 there, I'm very strategic about what I do, what I say, and how I use these tools. But I use the same tools and the same IDs to promote all the different things most of the time. Ah, Did that all make sense? I, I followed it. Okay. So, so now there are some breakdowns that I will communicate to you that that are important to to think about how even though I you know, I'm building my brand as a personal, you know, as an individual but also as a representative of my business which is you know, has a lot to do with who I am and my individuality and and, and my identity as Cliff Ravenscraft. Now, when it comes down to it, though, I do separate some things out. Like, for example, gspn.tv houses all of our content, all of our different podcasts, including Podcast Answer Man. But I also have podcastanswerman.com, which has just that brand. And, and I actually do that for the purpose of, you know, 
um, uh, promoting products and services and marketing, you know, the, the different ways that I generate income through my consulting and coaching side of what I do. And I don't want to clutter up gspn.tv, the network, with a ton of promotion for my products and services where I'm trying to sell people something because that's not what the purpose of gspn.tv is. Right. So that's not the purpose of that brand. So there is some separation there. Now, I've like when it comes to YouTube, for the longest time, I've just had this one hodgepodge YouTube account. It's got anything and everything. It has family-related stuff. It's just got Cliff being Cliff stuff, and it's got very intense, very highly focused, and extremely valuable podcast answer man stuff. Well, as of recently, I made the decision to actually break that out and and have podcast answer man have its own YouTube channel. And there is a very strategic reason for that. So, um, and and then of course, when it comes to Twitter right now, I am pretty much most everything comes out of GSPN. It, it's actually, um, it's you know there there's uh, podcast answer man stuff all over the place on my GSPN Twitter uh, timeline, and there's also lots of family stuff. It's a lot of personal stuff, but you know for me. I make up podcast answer man. My, my you know you follow you listen to the content. You can subscribe to only podcast related stuff if you su- subscribe to podcast answer man. You can now get only podcast related stuff via the YouTube channel. But if you want some more of the behind the scenes and and to get to know Cliff on a deeper level when you're only listening to podcast answer man and only subscribe to the, the YouTube channel for podcast answer man. You can follow me on Twitter via at GSPN, and guess what? You get a you get a bigger picture of who I am, and mm-hmm. I kind of like to bring the personal and stuff like that. Not to mention that there are a lot of people who will listen to me for three or four weeks and never even know that I do anything more than podcast answer man, and then all of a sudden they hear me on Twitter or Facebook or in the podcast happen to mention something else that I do over here at GSPN. And they start to realize after a couple episodes, oh, Cliff's got more stuff he does other than just this podcast. To be honest, that's exactly what I'm working on as far as my strategy goes at uh, at work because I'm working for such a multifaceted uh, university where they have so many different things going on, especially the 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 really big split of the fact that we've got an on campus. We got a residential campus with traditional students of about 3,200 living there, and and they're actually about to leave after finals next week. But then there's this whole other side of things where we have adult learners, students who have gone back to school and got a bachelor's or a master's, and so on in you know business, education, nursing, things like that. And so those are two very different audiences that want to hear about very different things. And to be honest, when I graduated from here as an undergraduate, I had no idea how, I mean, I knew of the adult stuff, but I had no idea how much of an impact on people's lives that portion of our, our stuff was, was doing, was having. And so just with those two, let alone the whole, you know, alumni factor or sports or academic research and things, you know, there's all these different things. And how do you best resent a, an entity as a whole without forgetting any of the other pieces? You know, how do you, how do you bring a multifaceted, you know, personality, so to speak, to the forefront and fully represent it? Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. 
And, and, and you said the key word at the beginning of this conversation is, you know, you're developing this strategy. And that's where you do have to think about, you know, these things. Do I create separate pages? Do I create separate uh, YouTube accounts? Do I create separate Twitter IDs? Do I, you know, do I mean, because, you know, there's it's the question of does this help build you know, does this help feed into my desired outcome or does this dilute a brand? And, right. And and so those are questions you have to think of, think about. And you have to think about the, I mean, with every, I think with every decision you make, well, with most every decision you make in social media, there are going to be benefits, potential benefits that will be offered by making the decision to do something like add a new channel out there. But there will be potential drawbacks as well. And, 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 and I, matter of fact, I would have to, I would venture to say there's almost always going, I mean, probably 99.99% all the way out to infinity percent of the chance of the time that you're going to have some drawbacks to any decision you make when you add a new channel. Well, even just the opportunity cost factor where you say yes to one thing, it's saying no to another. Exactly. So, and so, so for me, I can, there are tons of, of benefits to to adding a you know that podcast answer man uh, Facebook fan page there there are tons of you know we've talked about the the benefits of me creating some groups and answering some questions in LinkedIn the, man total so many benefits but the problem is is that the cost is not worth those benefits in in the way that I've structured it so far right now yeah. Well, again, to go back to the opportunity cost, you say yes to that. If you go out there and do those things where you, you know, use LinkedIn and answer questions, or even uh, Quora, or uh, what was the other one? Oh, fa- the Facebook page that you've decided not to do um, right now for Podcast Answer Man. Yep. The, what's great is what's what's really great is you have those as options to go to down the road if you ever want to slash need to, but you don't need to. Because you have other things that you are saying yes to right now, so yeah, and and you know it it, it took it, it actually took a little bit of convincing myself to delete that podcast answer man page because it's almost as saying you know I don't want my brand to be extended out here because I don't have the time to extend myself out to it, and mm-hmm. and and so you know, but now I I still have a Facebook fan page. I still have facebook.com slash I think it's GSPN community. And looking into the sidebar right now, I see that 781 people have liked that fan page. I really don't do anything to promote it other than put that in the sidebar, right? But, um, and, and here's the situation right now, my strategy for that is, is I, I personally feel is extremely lacking. It's other than, you know, having a Facebook fan page presence. That's my strategy. Hmm. All right. I'm thankful now that, you know, I get notified of comments and stuff like that via email. That is extremely helpful to me. But I'll be honest with you. I, you know, it, it, it's, it's almost impossible for me to imagine myself going in and removing that page as well with 781 people who like it. But mm-hmm. I have to ask myself, what is the value of having that community page or that, that, that GSPN fan page? Because I am not utilizing it. It's not a part of my strategy. And it really is diluting my Facebook personal profile, which is, I mean, I know that that's not what the personal profile is supposed to be, but say what you will, I've got more than 2,000 some odd people 
on my Facebook profile. And so I've got 781. I wish there was a way. Tell me, folks, if there's a tool that will tell me if I can match up how many of those people. Actually, I think there is. If you go to the fan page, it tells you how many of those people uh, such and such. Mutual friends. Yeah. So I guess some yeah. people would prefer to like a community page versus adding you as a friend. So I could see, see, I see some benefits there. But the fact is right now, my personal profile is where um, I publish all my stuff. But because of that, and I know that there are some people, there are a couple hundred people who like the community page that I'm not connected to as a friend. I'm just syndicating my stuff out to both places. And so ultimately, and we've even talked about this in the prior show, is like, um, well, do I, you know, I, I, I kind of told people, I said, listen, you know, it's like it's, I'm going to publish the same information to both places. So, you know, choose the one that you don't want to follow. And now, but the thing is, is honestly, to, to be able to do this, I have to use a service like Hootsuite that allows me to post to Twitter Facebook profile and Facebook fan page all at the same time. Whereas Mm -hmm. if I, and here's the thing, and this is why I'm thinking this and it's down right now and it's, yeah, it's down right now. So when I actually wanted to send out a message this morning, I had to post it to Twitter. I had to go to my profile, post it, and I had to go to my page and post it. And you know, I could have set up another service, but you know, Hootsuite hopefully will be up by then. But here's the situation. If I didn't have the GSPN community fan page, then I, would not oh, let me hit stop backing up there okay um if i didn't have the community fan page i could reconnect my twitter and my facebook and go back to just using twitter again and just you know responding to the comments that would happen naturally anyway from my facebook profile page yep <sighs> it sounds like you're convincing yourself <laughs> you know cuz I, I i'm not going to tell you to shut it off because i think down the road, you could maybe think of something differently to do. But at the same time, I think I just convinced myself that you probably should maybe think of it too. Because if you're going to post something on the community Facebook page, you're going to post it on the your Cliff profile page as well. Yeah. I can't think of an instance where you would only post it to one and not the other. Mm-hmm. That, that's exactly, I cannot think I of it. I can't an, think of one. I can't think of an instance of why I would do that right now. And, and now, can I, can I think, could I think up some creative ways to use it to where, you know, we really work on the engagement? Yeah, but then that's bringing the engagement with my community to the Facebook community fan page, mm-hmm. or the, to the GSPN community fan page versus gspncommunity.com. Right, which you could easily draw people to the community, the gspncommunity.com site yep. using the Cliff Ravenscraft profile. Profile. Exactly. And so and but then there's the other thing that says, well, you know, I could use the Facebook, you know, you can you know how you can advertise your fa- your page. But <laughs> sure I could, but I have no plans to do so. Right. Ah. All right. So, yeah, I th- I th- who knows? I may do that. May- maybe I'm going to I I think you can go into your fan page and send a message mm-hmm. to everybody in the com- on the community site. And say, hey, I, you know, if we're not connected on on Facebook, I'm getting, I'm going to remove this page until I have uh, a strategy for using a Facebook fan page. I have another reason why you should. Why is that? If you're posting the same article out there, say you're posting the same content out there twice, uh-huh. some people are going to engage with it with the Facebook page, the community page, and some are going to engage with it 
with your profiles posting of that same content and you're splitting the audience. If you post it in only one place, then it makes that one, that one piece of content on Facebook, the network itself, more sticky. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, there is a little dilution. Yeah, happening. there is because because that's what's happening. Uh, like f- to give you a perfect example of that. OK, so I post everything to both my profile and to the community page. And I I might have seven comments on my profile page and three comments on the community fan page. And that's 10 people. But seven of those people are interacting and seeing each other's stuff. Three, but then three people over here, whereas if it was all in one place, all 10 people would be interacting and seeing each other's stuff. Yeah, it's like you're running back and forth between super, two separate rooms, one with seven people and one with three, and you're talking about the same thing, but you, you want to be in both worlds, and right. that'd be ridiculous. And, so. and the truth is, it's, it's the same audience. The intended audience is the same. Right. Hmm. So, Eric. <laughs> so I'm going over to Facebook. Well, no, I'm, no, I'm not going to do it right now. But That's I am what you go- did last time. Check this out. I am going to go to Wonderlist because this isn't as simple as just deleting it. It's um, let's yeah. See. You got to do some do the research, find out who's there that that may not be your friend, and you know, deleting dig them out, find GSPN them. GSPN fan page. So, strategy for deleting uh, GSPN fan page has now been added to my to do list. So. And and here's the thing. Let's do this. Let's say this. If you are a fan of the gspn.tv community Facebook fan page, which is probably not the real title, um, and you don't want that page to go away, tell us why. Yeah. Are you not getting the same stuff from Cliff? You know, are you do, do you not want to be Cliff's friend on Facebook? Is that <laughs> could, one thing you could tell me that? And of course, there's real good reasons why you may. There not. can be reasons, yeah, yeah. There, there are privacy reasons. You only want to connect with friends and stuff like that. But I, I think the number of those people probably be, might be on the lower end. But I, I don't know. Let us know. Yeah, um, so, I I can't think of all the reasons why, but but we that's why we want to hear you. So so here's the th- here's the deal and and this is how you can prove to me that, that that this is important. You can create the save the gspn community fan page <laughs> campaign over at facebook.com/gspn community. All right? So so start po- posting your 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 I want it to stay. And and if we get more I'll tell you what, if we get more than 20 people or actually I'll tell you what, if we get more than 10 people who say I desperately want you to keep this fan page? Then I'll keep it. Now they're doing that on the the GSPN community dot com or on no Facebook? no no no. You have to do it on the Facebook page. You have to go okay. to facebook.com slash GSPN community. And if you're in support, by the way, if you're in support of saying, hey, you know what? It doesn't matter which one you choose. Just let me know because I I've actually only been following this, and I I kind of. Uh, stopped following you on your personal profile because it's doubled up. Let me know let me know that you're okay with me switching and that you'll actually go back and start following my personal profile again in your newsfeed. Yeah, let us know either way. Let us honest. know either way. And this is and by the way, and, and and right here, and this is exactly what I really don't want to do. I don't want to forward this all of this interaction and an ongoing conversation to facebook.com slash gspn community. I really mm-hmm. want it to happen at gspncommunity.com. But for the purpose of this campaign and talking about it, let's have it happen on the fan page. 
So, so I, w- I have a question. Would you be okay with going to um, GSPN community on Facebook and adding the questions, Facebook questions, and then setting that up as a poll? Oh, yeah, we could do that, couldn't we? Because I see you don't have that. Uh, I haven't thought about that. You'd have to log. Here's the way you can do it. Which, by the way, I don't know that we've actually said this. That you can do that. You can for a community for a sorry for a Facebook page. You can log in as that page okay. on Facebook. All right. And then I believe it's facebook.com slash questions. Isn't it? Questions, I believe. All right. So I'm going to go. Yep, to, it is. Go to questions. Now you have to actually log in as the page. How do you log in you, as your page? You go well. You again. You go over to the upper right and you go to account and you go down to use Facebook as page. Ah, use Facebook as page, and, and then gonna, select the one you want. Oh, that's easy, isn't it? It's quick. All right, so there we go. Um, I'm gonna hit close. I don't need the tour. Oh, what's this? Seven hundred and eighty. Uh, oh, I have seven hundred and eighty new likes. Of course I do. It's duh. All right, and then oh, you get your own notifications too. That's mm-hmm. all right. So now I go back to Facebook.com/slash questions. Yes. All right, and then go to questions, and then does it say you can turn it on? It should make it enabled now for I, that account for that page. I'm not seeing it, so let me go back to the page oh, itself. Yeah, there it is. I do see the question yeah. now. So now you can go there, hit question, right, type so, in. So and, what should I ask as the question? Do you mind if I delete this page? Yeah. Okay. Do you mind if I delete this fan page? And then and you can add your poll options. Ask you to add me as a friend at facebook.com slash cliff. Ravenscraft. All right, so that's the question. And then I'm going to add my pool options is yes. Uh, let's see here. Do you mind? No, go ahead and delete this page. Actually, I'm going to just put in here uh, go ahead and delete page. And the thing is, is, it doesn't show it if the, you make these too long, does it? That's the one thing I don't like. No, it does like I, you won't probably want to keep them short, though. You know, go ahead and delete seven, page seven to ten words or something like that. Right, and then uh, I prefer. Please keep page. Please keep page alive. And you can even select to allow people to add their own options. All right, and then uh, yes, allow, and then I'll do allow your own or allow add anyone to add options. Okay, so now I'm gonna do go ahead and delete page. Please keep page alive. Ask question. The question you in, contains an URL. Try again. All right. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna take out the HTTP and then and ask the question without it. And it still says it contains. All right. And then let's see if I can fake it. No, it still doesn't like it. Uh, as, let's see. Okay, so do you mind if I delete a fan page and ask you to add me as a friend instead? And okay, friend on my personal profile instead. Listen to episode. What is the episode number of this? Uh, 086. 086. Of social media. 
Serenity for more details. More details if you need them. If you, okay. All right, so now I'm going to ask a question. That question is now live. It's there? Yes. I'm going to go ahead and mark my vote. Awesome. Done. And I'm going to mark my vote. Done. So two votes. Follow it. Two votes already. All right. So there we go. Um, now, what's next in here? Uh, email from, actually, let's go to a voicemail. You ready? Got it. All right. Chef Tony, go for it. Hey, Cliff. This is Chef Tony. I've called in once before and uh, love your shows, love your, love your various podcasts. I guess I'm calling in mostly for the social media serenity show. I actually have not listened to many of those. I'm listening to one right now on the way to a trip. Um, but you're talking about Facebook pages and uh, it was a recent show. I'm sorry, I don't remember the episode, but it was just probably your last one. Um, and talking about how pages, you know, get created and community pages and and how it's frustrating. And I certainly can understand that I'm I'm big on I try to be big on Facebook, Facebook and Twitter for my restaurant. Um, but it's interesting because although we may not always uh, love what gets populated out there, I, I want to liken it to something I go through in my business because many restaurants get um, other websites that are created and basically auto-populate pages about their restaurant from data that's either on a, a social profile somewhere or on their own website. And while I certainly try to have Google alerts set up to find, you know, mentions of me or my restaurant anywhere that, that's out there on the Internet, um, and I try to go and edit as many of the profiles as I can, um, you know, I don't automatically think that it's a bad thing because we have to think of where, where we find products or programs or shows or whatever we're interested in in life. We find it through many different means, and, and sometimes, you know, um, one little mention somewhere on someone's podcast, for example, may have led me to your show, and now I've become a full-on fan of your show. And obviously becoming a fan of one of your shows, I've now become a fan of multiple shows. So I guess the point is that, you know, we never know where we're going to capture, for lack of a better word, our next customer, our next listener. And so maybe some of these sub-pages that may not look so great can be developed enough to where they will pull somebody into the main site. As long as you have for example, a link back to your website that you really control, um, maybe there's a way to, to, to capitalize on that. And that being said, I certainly understand the, the frustration because we all have only 24 hours in every day, and so we have to focus our efforts on what we think is most important. So that was a great discussion. Um, you know, it was something that hit me right when I, was, I had a little time to drive here. So it's true that since Facebook has become such a, such a platform for, for people everywhere, it is important how we're represented, but keep in mind that, you know, uh, as you, as you do, you put out great product and great, uh, great, um, content. So I think that if anybody does come across you somewhere, they, they, they will become a fan. So keep doing what you're doing. You and Andy have a great show on the business tech weekly show, business tech weekly podcast. I love listening to that and, uh, just keep doing what you're doing. God bless. And we'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right, chef Tony, thank you so much. Um, you know, I, I, yes, there are, you know, if you do searches for certain businesses, um, you're going to find what they call, um, co- what do they call those content farms or search farms or yeah, like link farms, maybe? Yeah, link farms. That's it. 
you know, and, and also I, I have done searches for restaurants. Like I'll look for a, a you know restaurant so I can look up their menu or their nutritional facts and stuff like that. The one thing I will say is, yes, I see a lot of quote unquote local area review sites that list, you know, a bunch of restaurants and, and they have restaurant listings for each individual restaurant and, and, and all that other stuff. And yes, uh, the restaurant does not own that. They don't manage it and stuff like that. The one thing that I can say that's different is that when I go to those sites, it's very clearly a review site or a local area search site. And it doesn't look just like the same. I mean, they don't duplicate the look and feel of that restaurant site. Right. Whereas on Facebook, when you have these created community pages, they oftentimes look and feel just like an official site put together by that business. And there is the ability to like it. And if you like it, like, for example, for you, you said there was one created for Indiana Wesleyan University. Mm-hmm. And how many people like that? <laughs> I mean, I hate uh, the fact that it's actually gained by about one to 200 since I started. And it's just the community page. It's, you know, and you made have, automatically by Facebook. And you have no ability to po- post to that at all. None. It pulls from Wikipedia. Yep. And so that's exact. And so that, it, but here's the situation. Are there, and, and what Chef Tony is saying is, is it possible that people are seeing people like that? For example, let's just say I went to that Wikipedia community page on Facebook and I liked it and I have a couple thousand people who follow me and then they say Cliff likes Indiana Wesleyan University in their newsfeed. They click on it and it's like, oh, you know, I've been thinking about taking some classes. Mm-hmm. You know, and and they it's like they read the Wikipedia article about it. it's like this. I, you know, this might be a great place for me to go and do that. That's a very, I, I guess the, I guess my word of the day is serendipitous. You know, it's it's it's, oh, a, yeah. it, it's a it, it's like wow. You know, I I never would have thought of this otherwise. And and maybe the reason I found it was because of some you know some other crazy thing. But I found it. I clicked like, and sure, it's not managed by Eric Fisher, the social media manager for Indiana Wesleyan University, but it is me indicating to the people who I'm connected to on Facebook that, hey, I like this. Mm-hmm. And so I see where Chef Tony's coming from as well, but I still am very defensive about the fact that it looks just like something I would have personally put together for my brand. And not even all that great. And not all that Because great. you had no input on how it looks. Yeah. That's my my main beef is if I if they should let me... I don't have, I'm not completely opposed to, the, the the only two reasons I'm opposed to community pages on Facebook. One is they're pulling from Wikipedia and I, without permission and people are liking it when they should be liking the real page. And two, actually that's both reasons put together. But anyway. Okay. So, so yeah, Chef Tony, you make a value, valid point, and yes, we're we're we understand the value of of just people stumbling across something and and promoting our brand and, and stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, in the search results, like what you're talking about with those local searches, I can tell that that's not your restaurant's website. You did not put that together. That's not you know, it, it, it's not you. But on Facebook, I think that's not clear. I've, I think a lot of people, when they click like on your com- the Wikipedia community page for Indiana Wesleyan University, they think that page was actually made by Indiana Wesleyan University. Yeah. And made 
pretty poorly. All right, John Wilkerson is up next. Actually, no, let's do the email from Fred. You want to read that one? Sure. Let me go there. Is it Frank? Because yeah. it says down at the bottom. You know what? It's, right. It is Frank. It's not Fred. I have okay. Fred from Long Island on the brain. So. All right. It says, hi, Cliff and Eric. I listened to the most recent episode, which is probably a couple episodes back, uh, this morning, and there's an answer way, the easier way to decide under which identity you post to a business page on Facebook than to have to go through settings. On the right side of the page, near the top, so I think he's saying, if you go to the Facebook page itself, go near the top, are the photos of the admins for the page. Immediately under them is a line that reads, use Facebook as, insert business name, or use Facebook as your name. Right. Uh, Just click on the link and toggle back and forth at will. Awesome. And uh, let's see here. If I look at that, Use Facebook as Cliff. So yes, I do see that on the fans on the on the actual fan page itself. Um, I do see where it's very quick and easy, right under the admin pictures. Or like what you just said, Eric. I I really like. It doesn't even matter. Um, you you don't have to go to your fan page now to um, even uh, do that. You just go to account. Yeah, just then, click account and hit use Facebook as page, and then you and, and especially this is helpful if you're moderating or adminning more than one page right it lists them all out there real quick exactly so i think what he was referring to was when we uh there is a setting in facebook that you actually have to change that allows you to uh disconnect um facebook fan pages versus your profile so that you can comment on pages as the profile itself instead of just the page right and I think that's maybe what he was referring. That was that was what those the long, tedious steps were for. But this is actually so he's pointed out. There's two different ways really right. to do this. Now wait a good stuff. Now wait a second. How is this possible? What? Okay. <laughs> so I'm on gsp. You know, Facebook.com/slash/gspn community. Uh huh. <clears throat> do me a favor. Pull it up. Okay. Check this out. Right here. Uh, it it asks you know you know option number one. Go ahead and delete page. Has four votes. What, who's the first person in the list that it shows for you? Me. Okay, so uh, click on the two other people. Do you see how Shonda Stegall is is one of them? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, look under delete. Uh, let's see here. Delete, I'm already your... Oh, okay. She, oh, she added another... So she voted yes, and then she also added one and hit that. I'll delete, I'm already your friend. So she. So you're allowed to choose more than one answer? I think so. I think you're she. Well, especially because she added. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and hit that one too. Um, <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm gonna. I'm already, Are you still uh, logged in as the page or yourself now? I don't know. I'm logged in as me. Looks like you're you. Okay. I wonder if I hit please keep page alive if it would also vote there. I think you can vote more than one place. Huh? But she she did the thing where you add another response. That's okay. I see. So she had already answered, but then she added a response, which made her choose that one as well. So, right. so, so far we have uh, several, we have about five votes already since we started this to go ahead and delete, but uh, zero votes to keep the page alive. So, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. Anyway, back to the program. Uh, this they, just in. <laughs> they, thank you, Frank, for the, uh, for the additional tip on switching back and forth while you're on a page. That's awesome yeah. stuff. 
All right. Uh, next up, we have an email from Anne. It says, hi, Cliff and Eric. I actually wanted to call in my feedback, but I didn't have the opportunity today. Just have a simple question. Yesterday, I discovered Pulse on my phone. I really have uh, no recollection of when and why I got this app. So my question is, do you know what it is and do you use it? Happy St. Patrick's Day, Anne. So you can tell that was a while ago. Uh, but anyway, um, Pulse, do you have this app on your phone? I do. You do? I do. I actually have it on my iPad as well. Mostly use it there. All right. Oh, and you actually say you use it. So please tell us, Eric. Okay. Inquiring well, minds want to know, it, what is it? It is a predecessor to um, like Flipboard. It's basically a Flipboard type app. Uh, you can you can pull in RSS feeds, manage Google Reader, um, add other stores. I like to not mess with adding Google Reader to these other reader type. Um, like I have a specific Google Reader app that I'm using on my phone and the iPad, and that's where I go and check specific things I've subscribed to. But what I like to do, to use the word again, serendipitously find things that I'm not looking for that are cool in certain areas uh, using like Pulse or Flipboard. That way I can flip through and say, and it's like I'm flipping through a magazine that it's not stuff I've already subscribed to, but it's stuff that is similar to what I subscribed to so that it's, you know, cooler and newer and interesting and maybe just outside of my uh, circle of reference, so to speak. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. So that's that's what I use it for. It's like, oh, cool, an Apple story that I'm not subscribed to with a unique perspective that I'm not subscribed to, you know? Right. So So there you go, Ann. It's a, and by the way, I've heard of Pulse. I think I had it at one point in time, but I just chose to... I, I, sometimes I get a little overwhelmed with the amount of content to consume, and I just purposely <laughs> decide, you know what? I'm not going to subscribe to all of this stuff. I'm going to subscribe just to a and I mean very select few sources of information. And then I'm, I'm going to connect with my community. And as other things become so important that, you know, if I'm not subscribed to it, if something major is happening, then eventually it's going to filter up to the top. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so, I mean, it's it's that kind of a thing. It's it, Flipboard is not on the iPhone. So to be honest, if you like a cool magazine style browsing experience and you only have an iPhone, then Pulse is really good. Besides, it's free. Very cool. So, And you happen to have a new iPhone, don't you? I happen to, yes, I do. So you got an iPhone 4? 4, yeah. Sweet. It's awesome, isn't it? It, it very much is. And uh, I, I have to say that I think that the, the iPhone 4 is really... Drinking the Kool-Aid, it is the best cell phone out there at this point. There's no question. I, right I jumped from a 3G to a 4, and it really is what the promise of the iPhone was. It really embodies the promise of the iPhone back when it first launched. Yep. That's the, the best way I can put it. Awesome. Well, let's move on to our voicemails. Uh, we have John Wilkerson up next, and I think he's also about Facebook pages as well. And his voicemail is for Social Media Serenity. My name is John Wilkerson, and I am from the, well, a couple podcasts, but we'll just go with JesusGeek.info this time. Um, the deal with the community pages and the automatic pages that get created by Facebook. You know, if you're, 
if your brand had a name like Coca-Cola or McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts and basically you had some uh, clout behind your name um, in the form of lots of lawyers or a team of lawyers, then you could probably get all these things changed. Uh, unfortunately, as with a lot of situations, if you're the little guy, then you you don't get much um, support from people like Facebook or things like that. It's really cool that Twitter and a lot of other social media outlets provide individuals and small brands with the ability to play with the big guys. Maybe not necessarily on a level playing field, but you do get to play with them. Uh, but you know, it looks like Facebook is really not interested in doing that. That they're it's, it's clear that their direction is headed away from social media, and it looks like more towards um, becoming a archive or some kind of common storage place. They want to drive more traffic to Facebook so they can sell advertising dollars, and that looks like uh, where Facebook is headed. Anyway, that's my comments, and I'm still debating on whether or not to keep a Facebook page myself. I feel your pain, and... Thanks for the great show, guys. Bye. Awesome. I, you know, I just did a search on Facebook for McDonald's, and sure enough, the only page that exists is the official page. There is no community oh, page for that's. McDonald's. I hate you, McDonald's. You know, I mean, he's abso- <laughs> he's absolutely right. There is no, you know, Facebook just made this up, and I'm sure I'm certain that McDonald's has a Wikipedia page that would have pulled in. And I'm sure that people have put in their profile that they like, you know, just McDonald's and didn't choose food and their food and beverages fan page. So yeah, I I think he probably has a point there. If you got, I found a company page that's not theirs. Oh, you did. I did. Okay. Where did you find, how did you find it? I, I just typed in up at the top. I typed McDonald's and I let it sit for a sec. There's, there's a, there's actually more than one. There's a couple of them. Okay. Not not as many, but there's there's one that's called Interest with 18,000. Oh, okay. So never mind. Yeah. I, I, and I then there's the the McDonald's page, which is like <clears throat> I not good at math, but there's a lot of people. And then there's McDonald's company, which is like 6,000 people. Yeah. So, okay. So so actually I guess even even McDonald's is not exempt from having these. And of course, all of them have uh yeah, so here's one McDonald's. Yeah, it's pulling in from Wikipedia on yeah. this one. Yeah, and here's one McDonald's with uh without with you know, it's misspelled <laughs> McDonald's, but it actually has the the trademarked registered trademark logo and I'm loving it as the <laughs> profile picture. I mean, it, it, this is just crazy. Oh my gosh. Mick, it's MC sla- it's MCL MC sl- uh space D-O-N-A-L-S, like it's a person's name. McDonald's, and it's I'm loving it. <laughs> and, it and it's got 48,890 <laughs> likes. I'm taking a screen capture of this, and I'm going to make a fail post. Facebook fail post. Facebook page fail. Yeah, and the thing is, is what happened That's is somebody... Hilarious. You've got You've just got people who probably went in and said, I like McDonald's, but they misspelled it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Okay. That's great. All right. Um, one more uh, from this one is from uh, Rick from Wisconsin. Hey, um, Cliff, 
and Eric. This is Rick from Wisconsin calling for the Social Media Serenity podcast. Um, I, because most of my Twitter world is uh, the IndyCar racing community, I thought it was interesting this week that a driver that many people have been lobbying for to get a, a ride, a sponsor for this year's Indy 500, uh, got her sponsorship yesterday, and she personally DM'd 400 of the people that had helped campaign for her uh, getting that ride. So that's a, a pretty outstanding effort by someone you know who's using Twitter that way. Um, my question actually had to do with Gmail. I'm using the regular Gmail, and I know there's an RSS feed um, thing in there, but I don't completely understand how to use it effectively because I've tried to do some searches that I guess are too general, and I get things that I don't want. I would like to get certain specific content. So I was wondering, if I know most pages have an RSS button on them, but I don't know exactly how to direct that to my Gmail so that I can use that as my reader. So could you help me out on that? Thanks. All right, Rick, thank you so much for calling in. And, uh, you know, I, I cannot imagine sending 400 DMs to DMs out. And I have to think that that had to have been automated in some way. Maybe. But if you're using mostly the same message and you're copying and pasting and just changing the name. Yeah, I guess I've, I guess half hour, 45 minutes, maybe. I'd say at least two hours. Maybe more. Well, depends on how good you are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. All right. So fair enough. Hey, a uh, question about subscribing in email, in Gmail to RSS feeds. You know, if you do go into Gmail and you go to mail settings, um, there is this thing at the top. Um, web, they're called web clips. And I just want to go in. I, I want to tell you personally what I do is I actually go in and uncheck those. I don't ever want to see a web clip on the top of my thing. And and like he said, he's doing searches and stuff like that. And 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 it's it's just not the stuff that he wants to see. If you're actually wanting to be able to subscribe to people's blogs and stuff like that, I really want to encourage you to go to google.com slash reader, R-E-A-D-E-R, uh, google.com slash reader. And, and basically what you can do is Add, click on add a subscription there and then you take any RSS feed from any website that you see out there that you want to subscribe to and put it in and and I think that's going to be much more intuitive for you and that's the one place that I turn to when I want to actually see the content of sites that I'm interested in seeing what they have to say. Yeah. Do you use web idea. clips at all in Gmail? No, I don't. I don't. When, when I'm in Gmail, I'm there for my mail and then to get out. Yeah, and that's why I never liked Buzz. That's why, you know, it's like, I don't want that in here, you know? Yeah. Hey, uh, Fred from Long Island has this to say. Hey, Cliff and Eric, it's Fred from Long Island, and I'm calling um, about, uh, I, I can't remember how recent an episode of Social Media Serenity this was. It was basically um, Hate Facebook, Love Chipotle, I believe was the title of that one. And... um I'm glad you guys went through the explanation of community pages versus person pages, uh, you know, versus, uh, you know, having your own profile page and thing like, things like that. I was a little confused when I first joined Facebook uh, in regards to my um, college that I had attended uh, many years ago now, but 
Um, it was it's a small Christian college, and it has a similar name to other larger, more well-known colleges. So when you go looking for it in Facebook, it's not real clear about uh, you know which um, college you're actually selecting as your um, alma mater. So. I'm glad you explained how some of these things sort of get created out of thin air by Facebook and things like that. Um, also, uh, as a follow-up to the Chipotle campaign, uh, which I was glad to be a part of for you, and Cliff, please <laughs> capitalize on that now that you've had that contact and that opportunity. But um, you guys were talking about my clout score, and I didn't even realize I had such a thing. I mean, I know I'd heard you guys talking about clout before, and it's funny how... Uh, clout with a K is one of those things, and I guess with a C, um, one of those things that uh, if you've got it, you think it's great, and if you don't, then you wonder what the point is of it all, right? So it's sort of the arguments I hear, and I know, Cliff, you've expressed this about uh, college education, right? If you've got one, maybe you want to overinflate your importance a little bit, and if you don't, maybe you want to scrap it out and, and tell people why it's not necessary. So, um I'm going to have to investigate this clout thing because um, uh, I know it's certainly not generating traffic to my blog, fredofirep90x.blogspot.com. But, uh, Great promotion. Anywho, thanks, and um, I enjoy the show, and we'll talk to you soon. Fred, thank you so much. And by the way, uh, my number one message to you is don't investigate clout. <laughs> it, it, you really don't need to. Yes, your score has gone from 43 to 47 as a result of the, the campaign that we did the other other week. But uh, to be honest with you, I wouldn't worry about it. I, no. I, I, think, I think clout is a little overrated. And I'm not just saying that because mine is low, because I don't think mine is low. I think I have a pretty decent clout score. But um, I, I just think, I think it's crazy. I th- matter of fact, I think we've probably given it a, have given clout a whole lot more importance than it has. The only the only reason I think that I've brought it up as much as I have here on the show is just that because this thing's this company's raising millions in dollars. And, yeah, and it just doesn't make much sense for me. Uh, matter of fact, did, did I hear that um, Twitter Holic was getting purchased or sold or or was going away? Have you ever heard about that? Twitterholic. Let's Twitter, see here. It was the very first site that ever ranked Twitter users. It, it, it would show you the the top ten Twitter users, and it was always it had originally been by the number of followers, and I think they've ranked them differently now. But if if I go, yeah, according to them, Lady Gaga is number one. Yeah. And so that just goes to show you how none of this matters. <laughs> exactly. So there you no, go. No arbitrary external system matters for measuring social media based on, you know, ranking and numbers. It's the the only real stuff to measure social media by is make a goal and then learn how to identify the math as to how you would reach that goal and then, you know, you use social media and other means to promote getting to that goal. Yeah. I, I, That's what I, I if you go to Twitter holic and punch in your stuff one of the cool things is is it's one of the services that easily tells you when you signed up for Twitter. So I signed up on February 19th, 2007. <clears throat> so it, it, that's a long time ago. I'm currently ranked 41,196th out of all Twitter users. Hmm. And I'm ranked first in my location on Twitterholic. <clears throat> so there you go. Hey, I'm first in my location. Awesome. 
this is my second account, actually. I started one and then I completely scrapped it and started over. But this one I started on by January twenty eighth, two thousand eight. By the way, Fred changed his user ID on Twitter to I saw that Firestein now because we kept botching it. <laughs> He's like, I could not stand listening to these people try to spell my Twitter ID F F L U V S S G one. Yeah, uh, I, now ignore I, clout. Ign- yeah, ignore clout. Don't worry about it, if, Fred. Don't worry about measuring how well you're doing on on social media. Because if you're if you're pushing stuff out there, that's cool. If you're interacting, that's cool. And you know what? Those are really you just need to get the balance of those two. Yeah. Don't do more than one or the other. And real social media influence is measured in bacon and cake. There you go. Bacon and cake. I love it. Hey folks, we will be back to our normal routine of talking about the latest and greatest in news and tips and tricks and all this other stuff. In fact, there's a lot of stuff going on with Twitter. Uh, potentially buying TweetDeck. I don't know about that. Trying to put out Uber Media out of business. I don't. I mean, is Uber Media trying to put Twitter out of business? Uh, uh, we'll talk about that kind of stuff and so much more next week. If you want to continue to leave your feedback, you can at eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. Again, that phone number is eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. Of course, we encourage you to consider supporting the content and community of GSPN.TV. By becoming a Plus member today, you can do that over at gspn.tv slash plus as I'm losing my voice. Hey, excuse me. And and I'll tell you what, we'll see you next week. Until then, join the community.